it's audible audible sponsorship uh, welcome to the podcast everyone we've got a we got our buddy Kevin back. Uh, yeah, I am. Uh, I'm coming to you guys by way of Boston, by way of South Bend, Indiana. So, ooh, um, I heard you got a special mission out there. A little, uh, a little expert. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. You're, you're working on transporting dogs, I thought. Uh, actually, I'm with the I'm with the agency, and uh, you know, I'm I'm actually the handler for one of our agents who's been stationed in in South Bend for a while, but. We're, uh, we're sending him to, to the swamp. He said, you apologize to me? I said, I apologize for that, not for throwing you out, but I apologize for what I said. He said, okay, close the straight razor, and my heart began to beat again. Oh. What's, he, uh, what's he going to the swamp for? Is he going to solve the trolley problem? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, by... Uh, Putting a pride flag on the trolleys and um, doubling the price, you I know, think. Many, what, I think is the plan. Many people have been saying, you know, if it's not clear, we're talking about Pete Buttigieg. Many people have been saying, you know, it was sort of a snub that Pete ended up as, you know, director of transportation. But if you think about it, what's one thing we know about Joe Biden? He loves he does. Amtrak. Oh, he Joe, does he does Amtrak. Him, for him, the highest honor is running Amtrak. This is some guy making like hundreds of thousands of dollars a year selling out Delaware to like become some sort of tax haven. And he's like, you know what I'm going to do with that? I'm going to buy coach tickets and Amtrak. You know, let's also remember, I think Pete is a a downgrade. Pete is a downgrade for transportation secretary because there was a certain individual in the Joe Biden cinematic universe who was the chief of train conductors under George Bush. And would have been much better at the job. I'm talking, of course, about Hunter the King. When you mentioned Amtrak, my, my mind was kind of going in like a different direction where I could imagine, you know, a, a guy like Joe, like he, he loves his trains and maybe he would bring um, his entire cabinet on an Amtrak ride from DC to Delaware one day and maybe Pete would have overslept that day. And then maybe that train would have collided uh, into a retaining wall somewhere in uh, the Delmarva Peninsula. And yeah. maybe- <laughs> they would ask him, they would say, Pete, was this part of your plan? <laughs> Crashing this train with no survivors? <laughs> have, you you know what, have you guys ever seen that like really shitty movie? Um, I think it's called like Unstoppable or oh, something. Yeah. And it's just about a train that's going too fast. Oh, Wait, so like is it basically like speed but like a train instead of a yeah. bus because that's like the shittiest downgrade yeah of a movie well, i no, can I imagine it's even worse no it's like based on no, a true story no oh stopping the train no, no no if the train doesn't stop it's gonna like go off the rails in downtown pittsburgh and hit this chemical plant and yeah blow it's, up. it's gonna hit the the pittsburgh uh rate the the pittsburgh steelers um stadium which as we all know is filled with <laughs> With a million blocks of cheese. Or <laughs> Real quick before we get off of this, um, no, no, dude, no, I have no, so much uh, more to say about no, the wait, Okay, okay. Would it hurt? Uh, no, no, no. Wait. Uh, if I took off, or no, uh, you're, you're uh, basically what I'm trying to say is you're a rat, man. <laughs> if Before I for you, if I kick that dog, would you die? <laughs> it would be extremely painful. You're a rat, man. <laughs> just starts like gobbling on his like like using his little chompers on the guy's toes or something i can you know, all those pictures of pete eating food have been going around the guys like oh yeah i i could totally see him I'm, I'm now i'm thinking about that scene in the dark night and i think it's like um at the end where like he i think bane at the end of that like opening scene is like talking to dr pavel and I could totally see Pete delivering this line, which is um, now is not the time for fear that comes later. But like he would, <laughs> he would make, he would say, he would convey that message in like five times as many words. Like yeah. now is not the time for the American people from all different countries and owing to our sense of patriotic duty to fear. Now, now, now is not the time for 
It's the Pete Obama impression. Yeah. It, that was not the time for for fear, for hatred. And brother, <laughs> I, I have to tell you, they expect one of us in the wreckage. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, uh, I learned in the tales from my forefather that uh, it takes a village to to build something like this. <laughs> Folks, when I look out tonight at all these lights shining as the power went out, but the PA stayed on. <laughs> Fuck, dude. Uh, I mean, I, I got one thing to say. You gotta have high hopes for a minute. I've been, I've been uh, a lot of like old Chapo bits have been coming up in my recommended feed recently. Uh, I've been getting like the, the Rod Dreher ones, a lot of like the classic bits. Oh, yeah. and I've just been like living in sort of a fantasy where it's still like end of 2019, beginning of 2020. I'm like, hell yeah, can't wait. Gonna phone bank for Bernie tomorrow. Mm. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna get out there. I'm listening to Chapo. I just found out about Comtown. I'm getting into this. This is gonna be awesome. I'm gonna go make calls for Ed Markey with Michael Douglas tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, me, me and Michael Douglas are voting for Mike Bloomberg, but the president should be the guy with the most money. <laughs> no, um, it's literally just the, the Ferengi from Star Trek. Never mind. Um, but uh, but like no, um I, I I love the idea of just like how pissed you guys know Pete was just pissed when he got like transportation secretary. Oh yeah, yeah. Like I saw a I saw like a list. I think it was like under some like news article about Pete today. And it was um, like, congratulations to Pete on joining this um, long list of future presidents. And it's just like every transportation secretary since Clinton, I think I, I could not tell you a single one. I, the only one I know is the current transportation secretary who is Elaine Chow, better known as Mrs. Mitch McConnell. Yes, oh. dude. Oh, I keep forgetting that Mitch McConnell's wife is transportation secretary. That's rocked so much. Yeah. <laughs> and Trump uh, said he was going to drain the swamp. Interesting. No, what do you, like, um, like, Kevin, this was, like, my big question about, like, the whole Pete thing. And it's like, you know, you lived in South Bend while he was mayor. You're one of like the, you know, 15 people in the country who fucking knew who he was before his ill-fated presidential bid. Yeah, when him and Carcetti uh, were still hanging out. Yeah, when him and fucking, yeah, Tommy Carcetti from The Wire were still like <laughs> drinking beers and talking about how to steal votes. Um, yeah. Like, what was he, did he have this personality when he was just like mayor of like a little college town? Yeah, I mean, I guess like, I, I guess I should caveat this with like, you know, I was never, I mean, I, I was not really ever a resident of South Bend. I mean, I don't think Pete could really touch Notre Dame. There's greater powers at work there. Um, but I, I will say that, like, from what I can remember, I mean, I think he gave uh, speeches on campus and reading the news. And um, I think that, like, okay, so, like, you know, pretty much going through college for me, like, I was pretty... Um, you know, politics range from not really thinking about it too much to like, you know, I, I think hardcore all right. Yeah. Well, just like all of us. <laughs> I don't think I ever made it that far, but like, I think I, I have like a distant memory of maybe like wanting Hillary Clinton to win in 2016, but like, you know, certainly n never thinking about things like as critically as, as I should have been. But, um, what I remember at the time of like all these articles about how Pete is bringing back South Bend and um, you know, like this was definitely like a big thing. People are like, wow, you know, this is like this for this Rust Belt town, like Pete's really bringing it back. And, you know, I, I kind of like bought into that, I think for a while, but it's just exceedingly clear now that he was just on his way to, and I think successfully, turning it into just like the worst neoliberal hell. It just it just turned into Austin. Wasn't like, like yeah, big building. Wasn't his like whole thing just defending every act of like police violence. Oh yeah, yeah. Um but like yeah, so I I mean I know that a, a big issue was like he had some like neighborhood 
re-beautification or like rezoning or yeah, neighborhood you know, like beautiful building yeah, yeah buildings. There's, there's a little organization called move that's coming <laughs> to south bend. i have a plan um basically building south bend back better um and he he ran into or he got in a lot of trouble for that because you know i'm, I'm pretty sure what happened was they were basically just like bulldozing people's houses if they lived somewhere that the city wanted to develop and um i think it seems fair yeah normal normal world uh it you know just so happenly just so happened to be disproportionately affecting what our good friend nick mullen would refer to as melanated voices (laughs) um so he he did catch some flack rightfully so for that but I mean, he's just, he's just a hack. And I think he always has been. Um, and I think it worked on a lot of the people of South Bend, but. Uh, I feel like that kind of grift is like custom design. It's a, it's a CIA glowy op custom design for like a college town. Yeah. That, I mean, that's like perfect. I think you could like deploy that in any sort of situation and it just works. It's like, yeah, no, it's good. It's actually good that we're building these ugly fucking buildings. Cause like half the population is like, well, it immediately makes my life better, and I'm gone in four years, so I don't care. Yeah, right. yeah. Right. look, all those buildings look like shit. I mean, they're building them by us, like, all the time. Yeah. They all just look the same. They have, like, massive, like, pervert windows in them. Yeah, like, <laughs> just for the sickos who live in there. It's like, um, oh, yeah, I know that you want to live on the first like, – It's just like all stupid shades level. of, like, gray, blue, and orange, and it's like, oh, God, this costs $5,000 a month to live here. Uh yeah, yeah. Always are just like the most depressing hallways. Yeah, it's literally like it's like the hallways are paved in gold, but the gold is somehow treated to make it look extremely depressing. Yeah, like <laughs> you're looking at your. I remember I had to. They like misdirected a package, and I had to like go in there one time, and it's like, oh, I'm going to get killed. No, like yeah. As an as an expert though, going back to like our main subject matter, as a you know, as we were talking about like. uh uh right before we started recording i am now i i am now the expert voice on this podcast as right yesterday, right i do have a bachelor's degree in political science oh wait have you um have you updated your your uh twitter handle yet isn't that like the movement that we're all oh um, dude thank you dude uh slow boy bachelor's degree bachelor's degree <laughs> in political science but like what a bachelor's degree in like political sciences is like you have it's a degree in types of guys, right? Like it's a degree in like the various types of yeah, idiots yeah, you're in, on the, this in the types of guys you kiss. One of my one of my bam, bam air horn noises fucking got him. Um, one of the best like types of guys I've encountered is like a guy who like I had class with him for like two for three semesters straight, and I don't remember his first name, but to me he will always be Mayor Pete Kid. He would wear, I swear to God, I had class with him three times a week. And every single class for two of these semesters in a row, he wore the same exact Mayor Pete sweater. Oh, oh God. And it was just like everything you would argue is just the most like austere, austerity, like neoliberal bullshit. And it's like, yeah, okay, well, you're going to be the guy we have to hear about for 20 years right. after Pete Buttigieg. Right, oh, right. Wait, to prove that they are truly unemployed, you have to spend 18 hours on this unemployment application. Because if you were working, you wouldn't have time to fill out this application. But if you're unemployed, then you have nothing but time. Dude, imagine, all right, imagine, so, like, Kevin, I don't know if you've seen this, but Tom and I have been back on our, our kick of the wire lately. Oh, uh, yeah, I, I, I do, I, I do need to watch. I, I've basically decided that, barring, like, a surprise of, like, an actually good show coming onto TV, um, at this point, I'm, I'm going to watch The Wire, and I'm going to watch The Sopranos, and then I'm just never going to watch a prestige TV show ever again. Those are the only two good ones. Yeah, uh, like the you don't get better than that. But we um, but we've been on this like kicking the wire and like all the good characters in the wire, like all the characters that like you actually like and care about. Like the dipshit cops are just there so you can like laugh at them drunk driving and like being awful people and shit. But like the cool people on the wire are just like all of like the kids who are kind of like roped into like dealing drugs and have no other choice. I've been thinking a lot about like the last couple days. Imagine like Mayor Pete explaining his views to like one of the kids from The Wire. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just oh man, dude. 
What like I mean, it's so bad, Tate, because like I feel like so much like at least like not the majority, but a couple of Joe Biden's picks have definitely been like, and again, knowing these fucking losers from taking a fucking poli sci degree at a good school for four years, like you know you get a sense of who these people are and picking shit like fucking Neera Tandon and Pete Buttigieg, like at some level it was it they did in part happen to like give a middle finger to like specifically guys like us. Yeah, I mean I think I think I saw a tweet today that was like a screenshot of like or like a yeah screenshot uh picture of Pete on MSNBC or CNN or something and it was um putting the the caption was putting this freak on your tv every day is part of the demoralization process and i honestly do believe that like it so is and i mean like near tandon is that even more than than pete i feel like it's just like mm-hmm. they rep it represents like a middle finger to like a couple thousand online people that nobody gives a shit about right from right. like another group of a couple thousand online people that nobody also gives a shit about but they just happen to be tied into like a major political well, and, party. And it's like, it's like we spent like half of this sort of like campaign sort of running like a demo, like a, like a moralizing campaign that like, oh, you guys are bad people for supporting Bernie, you're Bernie bros, whatever, you're so toxic online. And then like one of the most online, most toxic people is now like a cabinet position. Right. Right. Online and being incredibly toxic. Like, yeah couldn't pick a worse character no and like again like talking to you know like after four years of like arguing in class with like idiots who i now know are like already fucking on their way to like dnc slash rnc internships the the like lib nerd portion of that they like loved it they were like oh my god nira tandon she's gonna make the bernie rose so mad soy face (laughs) um but yeah, I mean, it's just such a sad existence beyond like the political disagreements and like how much I hate these people because of like how evil they are. It's like, imagine how fucking sad your life has to be to like soy face for nearest handed and Pete. Yeah. Like, I mean, these people are from, you know, when I've met them, they are just completely empty, soulless people. They don't really believe anything. They want power. Uh, yeah. Just like Uncle Ben's Rice said, great power comes with great responsibility. <laughs> you fuck remember that old picture of just like the guy in the bad spider-man costume on the floor crying all the <laughs> Uncle Ben's boxes yeah. arranged in the shape of the body yeah oh man that's one of my favorite pictures anybody's ever posted oh uh, spider-man makes me sad now because i'm just thinking about like the new movie and how they're like um they're like they're taking just like the by far the most boring part of Spider-Verse, which was like the multiverse theory, because like that was fine. But like, you know, the reason everyone liked that movie was for like pretty much everything other than that. Like the, you know, the acting was fresh and the animation was insane. It was but fun to watch. Yeah. Like, yeah, it was like, really. Oh, no, it's not because it was a good movie. It's because of like the most like, but it was in the title. It was literally called multiverse. That's why people liked it. Yeah, it's because it yeah, so, it was a multiverse. What else could there be about a movie except for the title? So I guess for that reason, and also because Disney now just has way more money than it uh, like knows what to do with, and it's like you know, master plan is now just enslaving every single consumer um, in the world. But they're adding, they're like bringing back uh, Toby Maguire and uh, whoever that. Can you guys remember who oh, the oh, second the, the Spider-Man kind of, actor was? Kind of like hot, hot looking guy, right? Oh, hot Spider-Man. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but Kobe. who was that? No, I don't he remember his name. I know who you're talking since. about. But okay, one one real quick thing I want to mention about Spider-Man is that uh is that like total soy uh IGN reviewer on video who oh. the way he jumps out of the window backwards and does a little smile before shooting off his web just shows out the exaggerated swagger of a black teen. They, wait, what? I didn't see this. Was that yeah, like a real yeah, thing? Yeah, yeah, oh yeah. my God. <laughs> but like said wokely. Like, right? I, no, I believe it, but like, my God. Um, no, dude, fuck. Super, superhero movies, do you think they're going to end? I feel like the pandemic is going to make us need something new. Right. Yeah, no, but like... Quick. Why would they end? Because, I mean, Disney is the only entity creating movies basically now, and especially 
fuck you're in really like right. five years so like what reason do, would they ever no, have to stop part making two, the best movie part two here uh, yeah well tom's quick. got the clip tom's got the the, the fact when he leaps off of rooftops and flips backwards to face the camera before falling into a headfirst dive is just full of the exaggerated swagger of a black teen it gives me goosebumps every time he does it <laughs> that's dude nicole mullen wrote that yeah. fucking script yeah <laughs> like my god like you can't believe no um i don't know i i'm just tired of it dude what if we got good movies what if we got good movies there's some, um yeah, I, I was going to say, I wish I could tell you I just watched, like, a good movie. I've been watching great movies, but... What have you been they, watching? Um, so I went on, like, an extended... So I watched Heat, Heat for the first time a couple weeks ago, um, and it was incredible. And from there, I just kind of went on, like, a um, L.A. neo-noir slash crime drama just kick. So I watched The Long Goodbye. I watched Chinatown for the first time. That was a big blind spot. I'd never seen that. It's, I gotta see um, Chinatown. I've been meaning this. Oh, it's so good. But it's like, so it's also like um, very kind of depressing slash horrifying for me, an Irish American, um, watching it's, that movie it's really because. Impressive against us. Oh, well, I, Jack Nicholson is like, he's gotta be like 35 in that movie. And he already looks like shit. And I know that, like, I'm well on my way to, like, aging yeah, 30 years. They're like, oh, Russian people, whatever. But uh, really, you know, it's just everyone looks like that. Like, except for, like, a couple of, of very lucky people. that get Yeah, to- dude, like George Clooney, dude. George Clooney is, like, one of, like, the only white men who's maintained his hotness into his old age. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, dude, but no, Jack Nicholson, like, even in the fucking, he didn't look that much different in, like, The Shining and The Departed. Right, right. <laughs> he just looked yeah. slightly more unkempt in The Departed. <laughs> the, the thing about this. This thing of ours. Um, uh, no, we watched, uh, Lily and I watched Hot Fuzz the other day. Oh, nice. I haven't seen it in a while, and she'd never seen it. I, that's such a good movie. Um, All right, well, yeah. I, gotta, I gotta ask this question, because... You know, so I've recently decided that I'm Irish, you know, so I know for sure that I'm Mexican. And then, you know, there's some there's some other parts, you know, maybe some German, but I think it would be cool to be Irish. And so I'm sort of deciding that. And I want to get your guys' opinion if that's like a good thing to do or is that like bad to pretend? Oh, no, absolutely. I'm becoming more in touch with my, I don't know, like somewhat shaky irish heritage by the way um yeah exactly i mean that's the thing you know it's like kevin are we even irish <laughs> I, I, I don't know <laughs> we're absolutely irish I'm i mean joking. um i think so in ocean city this year nick uh i don't know if i told you this but someone was telling a story about how they used to like be like you know like haha joking racist to grandma but like you know not really because like she was polish Dude, Grandma and, had the best Polish jokes, dude. And I guess, like, one time they were, like, having, like, crab time or, like, just, like, hanging out or something. And uh, they put, like, a note on the door about, like, needing to, like, maintain racial purity and keep, like, the dirty poles out or something. <laughs> and I, I don't think it was that bad. But then I think, like, what happened is, like, Grandma showed up in, like, her babushka and was, like, you know, defiantly Polish. But, yeah, I, someone, like, told me that story this summer, and I just, like, lost it. Like, that's so great. That's <laughs> scary. Dude, I remember when we were, like, little kids, Grandma would make jokes about, like, how, like, she could, she was, like, she was, like, it was something like, like, yeah, I'm I'm Polish, so I'm stupid, but also I got a really long last name, and it taught me to spell better. <laughs> <laughs> or, like, uh, I, don't know, I don't know if I sent you this picture, but I saw, like, an image somewhere. It was, like, a... Uh, it was like the Cumtown playbook and it just said like Polish jokes and, and several other ethnic, uh, ethnic, uh, racial jokes. And it was like an old style, like from like the fifties, like handbook. Oh, oh, oh I saw that. Yeah. yeah, 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 I remember yeah. This. Oh dude. No. Um, no. Yeah. I don't know. Like we have, uh, we have some Irish, Irish ancestry. Yeah. I mean, I uh, think, um, and you know, you know, my family, you know, they say some German in there, but, you know, there's a lot of like alcoholics in my family, which I guess is also a German trait, but also maybe everyone just forgot that we're all Irish. Dude, that's the most powerful type of Irish. It's like 
getting blackout drunk and like waking up in germany one day in like 1842 <laughs> getting killed. and then like going and then like going on to like convince your whole family that you're all german no i got so drunk i thought i was a snake <laughs> i mean i think like like honestly i think that um i mean ireland is like pretty based like the you IRA, are like that's like like that's some serious shit, you know? Yeah. Well, and I think it's like, you know, I want to want to pay respects. Um, you know, like, you know, everyone from the world. Come out, keep black and dance. Yeah. Come out and fight me like a man. It's a, that's an amazing song. Yeah. You know, <laughs> Yo, that, yeah, that it's just, a banger. That just resonates with you. And, you know, I feel like that that brings you something. Uh, also, if um if I if I Felix's recent tweet, uh that he screenshotted undercover as a 60 year old British man, if that's true. And the Irish really did uh, turn the lights on in their houses in order to direct Nazi bombers to. No, England. that's like actually a thing. I can tell that I know this story, <laughs> but go ahead. I can tell this story. Yeah, no, I, I, I like saw like an, I saw some sort of like accusation of that. And I had no idea if that was like, had any grounding in fact but no that's a real one and they got the idea from uh in world war ii the british hired um these like dipshit like stage magicians who are probably scamming them out of like all their military budget and they it was literally stage magicians that they hired to like do uh joe bluth illusions uh, (laughs) to to like deflect the nazis and one of the things they famously did was like the not they got intelligence that the nazis were going to bomb this one town at night so they fucking shut all the lights and everything off in the real town. And the town's like on a lake and like right next to it, they just make like uh they just strung up a bunch of lights and put up barrage balloons and shit. So the Nazis ended up just bombing this fucking nothing town. And the Irish were just like, <laughs> wait, what if we did this in reverse and got them to bomb it? It rules, dude. The Irish is, Ireland is the coolest country on the fucking planet. They're doing like a Looney Tunes bit, like to the extreme and just making a big sign, like a big lighted sign that says like, germans drop bomb here this is london and then like a bit like a bunch of flashing arrows like would lead into like uh you know like a, on a big like ad, billboard ad that are just like flashing towards like uh towards london or something and it's like care of the ira <laughs> <laughs> no the irish like the irish like somehow hacked the german like radio comms and they were just like okay drop all these bombs on one and they sound in the right place it's just like Oh wait, we fucked it up. You gotta turn around. They send them back to like Berlin, and they're just like, "This is real London." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Doing the thing, they're like, they all sneak onto the top of the planes, and like halfway through, they like fog up the windows, and they're like in the headset. Oh, you're oh okay, Vanko, right? Oh, you're, now you're over. Sure, this looks a lot like Berlin. There's a bunch of Nazi flags. Oh no, it's uh, starting to get occupied. Those are all the people showing their support. We still have to bomb them though because they're English. I. My name's Radio Operator Oid McGoibles. Yeah. <laughs> um, mm. No, dude, Ireland fucking rules, dude. The troubles are going to restart after Brexit, too. Oh, dude, we get to go over a statue. statue. Oh, yeah, dude. Oh, that's going to be so funny. Theresa May as a concept is so funny. Yeah, a girl bot. Girl dude, boss alert. Never but, like, that. she's not even that great of a girl boss because they already had, like, the... Queen girl boss herself, Margaret but Thatcher. So like, yeah. like, cause she did radical feminism. She was actually not. She was a turf. <laughs> yeah, no. Theresa May is actually an intersectional feminist. Yeah, yeah. The the reason why I don't like uh, Theresa May is because she's a turf. Oh. Theresa May just drinking uh extra estrogen with J.K. Rowling. <laughs> <laughs> In my new book. How to drink estrogen to own their lives. Dude, I kind of want to read the, like, transphobic J.K. Rowling book. Because, like, just the idea of, like, the premise of the book. Like, you guys have heard about this, right? Yeah, so this was, like, her, like, big, like, this was, like, the follow-up to Harry Potter, right? Was was there her, like, it's the detective yeah, series, right? it's the I, detective series where them, it's just, yeah. But I don't think I read that one. No, this one is 900 pages, which is why it's funny. <laughs> <laughs> like... Oh my god! Just a dude. manifesto. Uh, dude, what do you think? Like, what author do you think is the funniest manifesto locked up in that room? <laughs> Rolling. I mean, we saw hers, and it was like pretty mediocre. It's just funny because she was the only one to put it out in public. Yeah. I. 
who like who else was um, like it would be funny if like um the guy who wrote all like the kid like dr seuss had a secret like manifesto dude the theodore geisel yeah no i didn't what was his thing he had like some no he hated kids that was his thing <laughs> like, mean, i'm not was, even joking like that was uh he just fucking hated ki- children he also like famously like uh was not a big fan of the japanese american population it's, right does he have like does he have all those racist was that him with like all the racist political cartoons from mm. back in the day i don't know yeah i don't know i always saw him as being more like the the love other people type of i just remembered the the big thing i always remembered about him was that he hates children <laughs> uh. And what better job? Oh, oh, you know who has it? It's um the Clinton's daughter, um Chelsea Clinton. Yeah, Chelsea Clinton, because she's a writer now. Because she was that. Oh yeah, daughter. no, no, no. She writes all those like dog shit children's books that are like oh, actually God. for like loser like thirty five year olds. Yeah. <laughs> In the same way that like someone would have, I don't know. Let's see. Um, the the Communist Manifesto. Um, Economics for the Many. Um. Uh, let's see what other what other funny books would someone have uh the ascent of money um yo tom tom is going tom is going full blue check here and just flexing his bookshelf to all of them (laughs) yeah do you have them color-coded yeah in the same way that you would have all of those books but not know how to read them um you would do that with uh with like chelsea clinton little books but you'd have them on those stands they have at the library for like the book of the month Dude, I wish like the QAnon people would just would just bite the bullet and just get into like Chelsea Clinton's book has all the truth in it. Yeah, uh, Chelsea, it, it's actually called like uh, the the gang visits uh, the pizza parlor. It's like um, you know how you like fold like there's that thing where it's like you fold the twenty dollar bill a certain way and it like shows nine eleven. Um, <laughs> it's like that, but if you fold Chelsea Clinton's book the right way, the coordinates for the real pizza shop where they're keeping all the kids appear. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah was comet ping pong just uh a, like you comet they had to kind of like fall on the yeah. sword to save the actual uh pedophilia pizza place yeah no it, it was absolutely a false flag operation um speaking of q have you guys uh heard i mean i so because of my time in South Bend, um, I'm an expert on P. Buttigieg, but because of my time now in Boston, I'm an expert on the developing U.S.-Chinese conflict that's erupting in Maine. Have you oh, yeah. <laughs> Want to give us a little recap, Kevin? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah I mean, I, I, I think I heard some, uh, maybe some, like, artillery uh, last night. Um, you know, I, I, tensions are definitely heated here. I see the they're moving hundreds of thousands of troops. I mean, the mainstream media won't tell you this, but mm-hmm. hundreds of thousands of troops through the streets of Boston. They all incredibly loyal to President Trump. Um, they're telling me territory. They're telling me they can wrap this in a campaign against the Chinese up in like a couple of weeks so that they can, um, you know, start the third term of Trump off with a bang uh at the inauguration you know, yeah they're, do you, they're needed. Uh, i just i was just curious do you think that they're all the troops are gonna be home by chinese new year <laughs> <laughs> oh chinese heard, new year 2037 yeah right uh so so you're like, home front right? that's like wait that's such a good bit like china tries to like actually invade america and like it just becomes like their iraq what <laughs> 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 I mean, it would be like because it's just like it would be like a perpetual war. What was that? Uh, Hirohito was like behind every blade of grass. Yeah, no, no, no. Well, yeah, I mean, not- here's the thing. I I think that like that is how every person who lives in Wyoming imagines themselves. Like they're like, you know, I mean, I think that they mostly are thinking about like their own government somehow invading like under what Obama was doing with the with the Bundy Ranch. Remember? I think they all yeah, dude. I think they all think they're like the Viet Cong, but in reality, I would not be surprised if just if China invaded like the entire country just rolling over at a certain point. I don't yeah, know. I don't know. I feel like they'd buy us out. Yeah, I feel yeah. like I feel like the Chinese government has the good sense to realize that a straight up military invasion would just be another Iraq and not do it. 
Right. I yeah. think they just eventually buy us out. Well, and like not to be conspiratorial, but that's already like happening. Like there's like huge land buy, like like conglomerates that just buy land in like California. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And and sort of like every state where it's just like these brand new buildings that are just empty. I think this is no, I believe in this and I think it's a good thing. Yeah, no, it's it's kind of swag. It's kind of based. Yeah, I think it's <laughs> swag. President President Xi is the archetype of an anti-id paul leftist i mean i i was i was actually listening to um the kush vlog the other day matt crispin's little little stream he has um and he was talking about like you know i think like kind of jokingly but like it was definitely something i started thinking about was like um you know like everyone's talking about like pushing biden left how do we push president xi left and it's like weird to imagine. And I mean, it's like kind of sad to imagine that like China would be the last best hope for leftism in, you know, in the world. Uh, but I mean, it's clearly not happening in the US. So no, no, guys, I actually mapped it out. Here's how Bernie can still win. <laughs> Dude, Bernie actually won a lot of states if we kill all the electors. Yeah. Oh, so what, what would have happened is uh, is we run this map. Uh, the secret second um, electoral college hasn't been ran yet. And what the DSA has been doing, the DSA steal the election camp um, working group has been working hard to uh, to intimidate the faithless electors with uh, with all sorts of new uh, the DSA uh, mind control mind beam uh, working group has been creating uh mind control beams it's in the it's in the name they've been using those on the electors no so the, when they use the um uh, the steal the election working group declares the uh the trigger or the uh the go word that the um the activation phrase working group has come up with dude all the presidents of the four member vape shop employees unions across the <laughs> nation will, will be activated yeah. The Great Awakening has become, they will plug the economy into the AIs that they've been building in the basements. Yeah, uh, I mean, we're just, the Terminator is just the biggest vape ever. Oh, yeah, dude. It's one of those, like, 2010s vape mods, like a box mod. It's just no, yeah, future. it just grows, like, arms and legs and yeah. just, like, blows, like, a massive cloud out of the top that asphyxiates everybody <laughs> with a two-mile Yeah, you have to prove that you're able to do, like, a... Uh, O's and then like the jellyfish to survive in the new economy dude i wish like mobbed up unions still existed like i mean obviously bad for unions bad for labor like all the fucking corrupt motherfuckers got all the money of course that shit was cool though there's no denying that that shit was cool <laughs> yeah now we have like what like union preservation rate at, like seven percent in the private sector oh we're so fucked dude <laughs> no, dude, this is how America, the American workers can still win. This is how the American workers can still win. Electorally, of course. Yeah. Dude, I don't know. I, I, um, fuck, I forgot what I was saying. No, I always, uh, I always wanted to be a corrupt union boss, dude. Like, it'd be such an easy job. Just get paid, like, millions of dollars a year to be, like, Frank Sabat. This is Jimmy Hoffa. And just be like, yeah. My uh, my son and his idiot fucking cousin. I taught him to steal out of the out of the containers coming to our port. What? They're involved in dealing heroin now? <sighs> I don't know, dude. Jimmy Hoffa was cool. It's me, Jimmy Hoffa. I got I, I got into the the mob's uh, trunk and then I ended up in a block of cement. I want to raid it in the fucking sky. <laughs> Solidarity! Solidarity! <laughs> I, I need to rewatch The Irishman. I mean, it's been about a year at this point. And so, they can so, whack a president. <laughs> they can whack a union president. <laughs> 20 years later. we Oh, that's the best. I saw this, this like, uh, little parody of the one of those Stone Cash comics. Um, and it was, like, uh, it was the, sort of the same setup. But what had happened was it was just, like, it was just like all the the executives of like banking organizations with just the the Irish flag next to them. <laughs> oh like, yeah, you think really runs the world? Uh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. I remember this. One. And then and then one of the frames too was like famous Irish Americans, and one of them was Obama. <laughs> <laughs> They're really Seamus, in... Seamus Obama really changed his name to Barack. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yo, what's Obama's last name? <laughs> Dude, he he got oh, rid of like, Obama. You know Wait, have you guys seen like Men in Black? Yeah. Oh, uh, uh, you know, yeah. You know this scene where they're like, where it's like the montage of Will Smith getting trained, where they're like, while they're like deleting his identity until it just says Jay. <laughs> but it's just it's just <laughs> Obama, and it's just like they delete the Seamus and the apostrophe <laughs> between O and Obama. <laughs> <laughs> just getting his fingerprints burned off by a thing like using um they're just using like kenyan vpns to like fake an american birth certificate oh it's just like it's just like a bunch of like uh like aggressively red-haired and befreckled men with no it's just like i now the final final stage of the plan is coming in shalema they all work at like a sort of a startup type place and instead of like ipas on tap it's just jameson yeah. <laughs> uh, like the uh no it's like instead of the big ball burning off his fingertips they just like pour jameson on his hands and light it on fire oh <laughs> um, oh god dude oh obama yeah, I mean, I, I am, like, pretty happy in knowing that if the Irish do secretly control the world, then as, um, and at least 25% uh, Irish American, um, as well as a graduate of the University of Notre Dame, go fighting Irish, um, I am in the upper part of the upper crust. Uh, I like to imagine you saying that in sort of the Pete Buttigieg voice. Uh, and I will say it again, uh, go fighting Irish. <laughs> <laughs> I can't do a good, like, Pete, but sort of, yeah, just that. I mean, if you can do a good Obama, you can do a good Pete. Yeah, I can't do a very good Obama. Although, I, I will say that... Can every- I do, like, a little higher pace for Pete? Oh, let me be clear. Go yeah, yeah. fighting Irish. <laughs> there is no red America. There is no blue America. There is only Irish America. <laughs> <laughs> love it we're, we're gonna we're gonna love the irish no but no president has loved irish people more than me i love i love the irish so much uh um, it's like no oh, go ahead nick it's just like trump just giving out like announcing like every irish police officer in the country will get like a billy club shaped like a shamrock <laughs> no one day he comes out and he's like i have to admit something my wig i did have a wig for a while it was a bad fake this is my real hair. And he's got uh, like the carrot top hair. <laughs> he's just got like just orange hair, just curly sticking out like a mile long. He's like, I'm so sorry to all of my fans for lying to you. And I know like, that you will still love me, even though I am Irish. And here's the real truth. And like, he just removes like all his neck fat, but it's like a voice changer that stopped him from having an Irish accent. <laughs> yeah, we're not even gonna try that. <laughs> Oh man. Oh man. I, um I think I have to hop off in a bit, but first I would be remiss if I didn't talk about uh you know, on I, I was gonna say second biggest story of the past week, but honestly, this is a bigger story than whatever the the fourteenth the position in like fourteenth in like the presidential order of succession, but Cyberpunk 2077. Gamer 911, baby. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They should rename 911 to 2077. Um, I I mean I bought it day one. Okay. Uh, I I have I have really been enjoying myself. Um, what are the specs on your comp? We gotta we gotta know about that. Oh, okay, okay. I'll drop it for the for the listeners. Uh, I got. I'm looking at a. Uh, RTX 2070 Super. Um, okay, I think nice. I have uh, AMD Ryzen 3700. Okay. Um, and then I've got eight gigs of RAM. Uh, oh, I'm running on 1080p, and it's okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, there, there definitely are some like weird like. I don't know if they're like ray tracing. Yeah. Uh, what's the cock physics like for you i mean that's, that's oh. a lot of gamers are mad oh yeah you know, the, they, they bought this game are the PS4. balls are the, are the balls rendered as separate objects yeah that's they, my biggest question <laughs> they, bought this, they bought this like game advertised for the next gen consoles that's you know super high graphics and they said oh this will run on my console from from 10 years ago no problem and then so, they got mad about it so what are you know they said oh the penises i've heard i've heard many people saying the penises they do not look great on the last gen consoles 
This is video um, folks. Folks, it's terrible. This is, over, this, is, this, is, this is Biden's America. The cock physics in video games. This is what Joe Biden wants. He wants Antifa <laughs> to run the coding department for the cock physics. <laughs> um, I will say it cannot hold a candle to Red Dead Redemption 2's Red Dead 2, baby. Faithful rendering of your horse's um, genitalia. Dude, the horse balls? Dude, the, like... Do the horses? Pee? The horse is shit, dude. The horse is shit when you stop him in Red Dead Two. How do you beat that, folks? <laughs> we're gonna take we're gonna take Crooked Hillary. We're gonna try around the horse. We're gonna take her out to the tracks, and we're gonna stop the horse and we're gonna shit on her, folks. You'd love that, wouldn't you? I could do that. Uh, everyone still vote for folks. Me. They've got they've got wonderfully crafted horse balls, folks. The ball my my horse's balls. They're the biggest. But yeah, no, like, is it, so is it good? Has it been like, run, so it's been running for you, Kevin? Yeah, it's been running. Um, I mean. But is the game actually good? Yeah, is it no, a fun game? Yes, I, I, I would say it is. Um, 90% of the issues that I've seen people having with it are, I mean, definitely valid, but they amount to like a beyond surface level immersion in the world. So I guess, like, I would say, like, don't go in expecting, like, a Red Dead 2 where you can, like, you know, walk around and everyone's, like, kind of, like, doing something. Like, I feel like Rockstar's really got the AI down there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, It is, like, mostly window dressing, I guess, is what I would say. Um, And if you, you, like, try to examine things, like, too closely, it, it, like, all starts falling apart. But playing through the main story and doing side quests and just like at a very, you know, surface level interfacing with the game is a lot of fun. I've been really enjoying oh, it's it. Good. Good. Is, the, is the writing like comparable to Witcher 3? Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I did not play a ton of Witcher 3 granted. Um, I, I made it, I think like 20 or 30 hours in, but, um, yeah, I would say the writing is good and the way that they are able to, I guess, kind of uh, convey a sense of urgency in the questing, if that makes sense at all. Like, it, it a lot of the times it, like, so, I mean, I feel like a lot of times in games, there's, like, always this, like, dissonance between, like, well, I want to go do out, like, do every side quest in an area before I go forward. But, oh, like, yeah, there yeah. is some press, there is some, like, urgent matter in the main quest. Like, especially, and like, in uh, Watch Dogs, where, like, your guy was, like, oh, I'm the hero. And then you spend, like, you know, a couple hours just, like, murdering civilians and stealing cars. And he's, like, ah, I just, in the story, he's, like, I just want to save my, my, my son. <sighs> it rules. It's, like, Red Dead 2 when, uh. Like, if you just kill a bunch of people in Red Dead 2, you can go back to, like, the camp. And there's, like, an event where, like, uh, one of the ladies would be like, Arthur, you don't look so good. Do you want to talk? And you're just like, yep, I've been murdering a lot of innocent people. <laughs> I feel real bad about it. I don't know, though. Like, no, it does look fun. Um, but it, it looks like they really overhyped the game. They fell into the No Man's Sky trap. Yeah, like yeah. No Sky will be good in four years. Exactly, dude. No Man's Sky is sick now. I play that game all the time. I'm maybe I need to get that. Um, but yeah, I mean, it has been. I would say, like at at the very least, like perfectly serviceable and enjoyable for me. Um, a good a good AAA game. Yeah, yeah. It's nothing crazy. Like it's not like you know, God's gift to gamers everywhere. Um, but it's yeah, it's a good AAA game. Um. Is Keanu based and uh, the most epic character? Keanu's character kind of sucks. He's like <laughs> I, I watched some clips and it is hilarious how much he phones it in. Dude, it, yeah. Tom, Tom, some of these clips and it sounds like, um, you know, the origination of the term, like the kind of popularization, if not origination of the term phoning it in came from uh, Blade Runner when the studio made them like do have Harrison Ford do voiceovers to narrate it and he hated it so he thought it was like just a dog shit part of the movie so he would literally call in from a shitty payphone and do them uh and that's where the term phoning it in comes from and Keanu Reeves acting in cyberpunk from the clips that Tom sent me sounds much worse than that he was like we have to get the bomb this is really important guys oh yeah he's Look, what he's not. Did you get a bomb hit transplant. <laughs> yeah. uh, let me, let me, uh, folks. Let me be clear. We need to get this bomb to stop the terrorists. Obama in a video game would be funny. 
Yeah, Obama. No, Obama doing the AC-130 mission from World or uh, from Modern Warfare Two. Folks, <laughs> we need. Uh, let me be clear. That civilian wedding needs to get hit. We need to do it. We need to do it, folks. Yeah. O- Obama Trump guys. Obama Trump. Think about dude, that. That's one. a new bit. That's a bit. Ta-dum. <laughs> it's like the guy. No, it's the one-liners bit guy from Goodfellas. Ah, please take my wife. <laughs> uh, uh, let me be clear. <laughs> my wife. My wife. My wife. Dude, how many characters can we force into Obama? Uh, Borat, Goodfellas, one-liner guy. Tony Soprano. Uh, Carmelo, let me be clear. I'm not having sex with that Russian prostitute anymore. <laughs> Carmelo, let me be very clear. I am only using my boat to go fishing. <laughs> Carmelo, let me be clear. I did not kill Big Pussy Malanga on that boat last Sunday evening. Bum, bum, bum. Oh, yeah. Uh, spoiler alert. Well, say what you will, Tony. Angie Bompensero has been very upset since he's gone missing. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah. Um, no, yeah. Uh, I don't know. Mayor Pete and Cyberpunk were really, were really all I had on the the agenda tonight. Yeah, and I mean, I think luckily playing Cyberpunk has distracted me from Mayor Pete. Um, yeah, just a little bit. Mayor Pete in Cyberpunk. He's the mayor. Dude, oh my god, that'd be perfect. <laughs> he calls you up. It's sort of like uh like in Outer Worlds. I got that game for the Switch. Oh dude, I love everyone's Worlds. like, oh Outer Worlds good. It's it's nearly unplayable on the Switch. Oh, I, I have actually heard that. I'm so sorry. Oh, no, no, it's, it's all good. I mean, it's like like what did I expect? I was trying to I was like, oh yeah, this game that's like all about like big immersive worlds and graphics and whatnot. Oh, I'm gonna play this on my like glorified tablet. Um <laughs> I mean, Breath of the Wild works. Yeah, Breath of the Wild works, but that was like painstakingly designed. That's by, true. That's like, true. By like Nintendo people. Yeah, by like the people who are like, yeah. So we know every little bit of like the architecture. Um, so like, that's one thing. But it is just like it is comical how how like I'm just like, all right, cool. I got. I'm gonna like do a little snipe, and I'm gonna get this guy from far away. And it's either like, all right, this aiming no good, or I can't see him because he's. 20 feet away and he hasn't popped in yet. <laughs> uh but there's the mayor in that like first on the first um planet i guess yeah, yeah. it's, it's just, just kind of he's some dictator and that's mayor pete in the future but let me be clear <laughs> we need to feed them all they're we're putting them in the sardines cans yeah. folks let me be clear Charlotte green is people uh folks let me be clear we are very grateful for the sacrifice that people have made to create Soylent Green. <laughs> um, but yeah, um, you know, it's been a pleasure. Kevin, thank you as always for coming on. Of course. Of course. You. Thank you. Thank you so much for having um, me. It should probably announce we'll probably be on hiatus for a little bit. Yeah. Unless um, we can like figure out like a, you know, a real, like all three of us, you know, on zoom, we might do something. Cause I think it'd be fun to, to get. Yeah. To that. It'd be yeah. fun. We'll attempt to we'll attempt that, but we yeah. may be on hiatus for a bit for for the winter holidays. Yeah, for for the solstice. Um, or I do need to sacrifice chickens in a pagan solstice yeah. ritual. Yeah, we're, we're actually all Nordic now. I've de- we're all, I've decided we're all Nordic. I speak only in runes. Yeah. All right. Well, all right. thank you well, folks for listening. Uh, yeah, thanks for having me. Um, happy holidays, everyone. Yeah. Ho, ho, uh, ho, 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 ho. Merry Christmas. Merry happy Christmas happy to holidays. all. We'll, and to we'll all, see. a good night. <laughs> we'll see you on the other side. Yeah, keep riding see those on trains, folks. Keep riding those trains before Pete gets them. All right. Heck yeah. All right, see you guys. Salute. Salute to the governor.